Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Boss Rush Podcast, a great place to play games and be better. I'm one of your hosts, Corey Deering, and alongside me, as always, is PC Muscle Race himself, Laron Dawkins. Hey, what's poppin'? Hi, Laron. Hey, Corey. How, How's it how, going? It's, it's, you know, it's going. I'm pretty sure it's an exciting week for you. It, it's been an incredible week for me, Laron. We'll talk about that later. Okay. Talk about that in a little bit, but uh, you know, it's dude, ah, I gotta talk about it. It's pirates, <laughs> that's like, all I have to he's say. Like, he's, like, he's like, dude, dude, the opening, the opening cutscene of Destiny not the opening cutscene, but like right before the second mission starts, you go in the bar, you're there, you're with Mithrax, you're with you're with Ido, and you're with the Drifter, and they're talking about. Aramis being unfrozen from the ice and getting a bunch of space pirates together. And then Drifter's just like, Pirates! <laughs> and it goes to black. It's very good. Anyways, we'll talk about it in a little bit. Uh, Stephanie's going to join us soon. Uh, she's running a little behind, but she'll be on in a minute. But, Laron, we have a very special guest tonight. She's, we do, uh, yes. She is a uh, newly... Welcomed writer to the Boss Rush writing team, uh, Mary Helen Norris. Hello. Welcome. Hi guys. Welcome to the show. Yes. It's going to be fun. Like chatting with them before all this started. It's been a blast so far, guys. So I'm excited to see where this goes. Yeah, it's it, it'll go places if you let it. So uh, That's half the fun. I know. It's true. It's true. It's going to be a good show. I feel it. Uh, why don't you tell people who you are, what you do, what kind of games you like, that kind of thing. We want to we wanna get to know you. We want our audience to know you. All right. Well, as you my name is Mary Helen Norris. I am a mystery writer. I've written three books, a handful of short stories, articles. I even have a Doctor Who audio I've written. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. Um, I love, like I said, murder mysteries. People do not expect it from me, but it's it's such a fun genre to explore that I really enjoy it. On the gaming side, um, I'm deeply, deeply invested in the Horizon franchise right now. I'm working through my first playthrough of Forbidden West and have played almost 40 hours for only a third of the game. It's gonna be a long, long slot. We're having fun though. I mean, we're, I'm having a blast, but. <laughs> um, also play Pokemon, I've played every game since Yellow. I'm super calm for Scarlet and Violet. For the first time, they're actually gonna get me to buy both. And I'm like, why Nintendo? Why Pokemon? My wallet's already weeping. Um, super excited for Harvestella coming up. I think we have Stephanie coming on. Is she here? There she goes. She's here. And we can't hear her. Can't hear her. Yeah, not not a single. Sorry, I'm here. I'm here. Hi, oh. Stephanie. We just started. Seriously? Yeah. Yeah, like literally. I hope it has like, had nothing to do with me because I'm all like, about you. No, I told you guys start without me. We did. No, we, no, we opted. We opted to wait. We yeah, we're 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 a team. Yeah, Stephanie. Mm, well, I appreciate it because you know me. I'm the one who's always like, "Eh, it's so late. I want to go to bed." <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're just we're just learning about Mary Helen's likes and dislikes and gaming life and. Oh, stuff. perfect! Just in time. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Virtually in person, I guess. Right. Yes, in person on camera. In on person on camera. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, 
Mary Helen, we're glad that you're here. Uh, I know we've been trying to uh, expand our f- like female guest ship. That's that. Those words don't go together. Uh, uh. People get what I'm saying, though. You know, we've been trying to get more of a female voice on this show for a while. Not that we don't love Stephanie, but you know. Yeah. Okay. I see how it is. I'm being slow. Wow. <laughs> All right. Uh, and let me make it clear: it's not just because it's not it's not just because we want more women on the show because that also kind of sounds weird. It's just different perspectives. It's true. That's what what she said. Yes. Yeah, that that is definitely a better way to word it. Yes. See, I'm just I'm not the smart one. Stephanie's the smart one. I'm the the one. I'm- I'm, I mean, but, she. I mean, she's the one with the doctor title I in know. her name. I know she is a doctor. So, wow. Laron and I are just lunkheads. Hey, I'm. I, I, hey, I'm dating someone with doctor in their t- nope. uh, as their title too. So, Laron is a a computer doctor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. Cor- Corey is the social media doctor, and I'm the pill pushing doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking hey. of social, guess what, guys? On September 21st, I am going to host my jobs podcast because hey, hey, you made it. Both of my bosses will be out of town. One will be on vacation and one will be at an event. And so, so I get so to host me, the podcast that week. So let me get this right. Nice. For your for your for your in real life job, you get to do your hobby. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> it is, except I won't get to talk about video games. I'm going to be talking about I Enterprise IT. <laughs> which, they're, they're stepping up. No, so, okay, so real quick rundown here. That's funny because our podcast is called the Gestalt IT Rundown. Uh, I So I'm finding people who are much smarter than I am to talk about it, and I'm just going to moderate the show is kind of how it's going to go uh-huh. i'm not actually going to you know spit my knowledge on enterprise it guys hey moderating hey moderating the show is a, moderating the show is a, is a sweet spot though it's, it's a great spot it's true that's what i do here i let them talk and i just shut up uh you know you just do all your talking on nintendo power block you know you're right <laughs> hey, i love it no I, complaints we're not complaining i mean fair i do we do talk a lot on that show that show is like the perfect combination yeah so ed is the the excitement and the hype and the outlandishness and i'm the the straight one no pun intended but also pun intended um okay you know the the level-headed realistic one you know that's how we play it there that's how we play it there (laughs) Speaking of playing, you guys can play with us over on Patreon. <laughs> Patreon.com slash the Boss Rush Network. Not the Boss Rush Network. Just Patreon.com slash Boss Rush Network. I don't think that's how that works. It's how it works, Leron. Just <laughs> let me be. I don't want to have it. <laughs> if you want to support the Boss Rush Network, you can head it over to Patreon. Patreon.com slash Boss Rush Network, where you can support us for as little as $1 a month and you get early access to four shows, including the audio version of this show, Boss Rush After Dark, Standard Definition, and Expansion Pass. Soon, 
you will get early access to Talk the Walk, our monthly walking simulator and cozy game show. And some interviews will be joining the fray as well. So look out for that. Very excited. Uh, but also, if you want to be a Patreon producer, you can subscribe to the $5 tier, which means you get early access plus a shout-out on this here program, as well as others here on the Boss Rush Network. So without further ado, our Patreon producers for this episode of the Boss Rush Podcast are Adriel Munger, Celeste Roberts, my wife, Sana Dierig, uh, Francisco Santillan, and Rebecca Jewell. So I want to thank all of our Patreon producers. I want to thank all of our patrons. I want to thank all of our free listeners. Remember, all of our content is free and will remain free. We just give you a couple perks for subscribing. If you listen on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please leave us a five-star rating and a nice review. It really helps us out. If you listen on YouTube, watch us on YouTube. Subscribe. All that stuff. Exactly. Hit the bell. Teach Laron about SEO. And then he can just tell. Yes, me. please. Yes. <laughs> wait, you're wait. You're supposed to be telling us about it. Like, I know you have that. You have that fancy smancy job that you didn't in ask digital marketing and media. You didn't ask. You have not because you asked not. Okay. All right. So uh, so yeah, get ready. <laughs> you thought you thought my you up texts at, at two o'clock in the morning were bad. It's mm, true. You about to you about to get it. It's getting later. I'm worried. It used to be one o'clock. Now it's two. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. It's because I'm yes, yeah, because I'm uh, creating content for a video game uh, for a video game uh, YouTube channel. Hmm. Hmm. Oh. I'm sound asleep at two o'clock. No one <laughs> I... thinks. Of, no one thinks of me at two o'clock in the morning. Oh, I can. Oh, oh, I can start thinking of you. <laughs> it's a flip of the coin for me. It's a flip of the coin. One I'm side. Not, I'm not. One side of the coin is Stephanie. The other side is sleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh man how how's everybody stephanie how are you i feel like I'm we okay. need to i feel like we need to ask you first <laughs> i don't know if i oh i'm drinking this weird brand of energy drink called rain and the flavor is white gummy bear and i don't know how i feel about it white because gummy bear white yeah. gummy bear is that a very flavor? specific very and like it tastes good going in. Well, okay, that's what oh, no. she said. But, oh no! But as a straight, no, it just has a weird aftertaste because it's one of those like diet ones. So it has like this substitute sugar. Like you know how substitute sugars have that weird aftertaste. Mm-hmm. Mm. Anyway, that's um, what this has. Yeah, that's what I usually drink. I'll be very quick about why I'm late. And at first, it doesn't sound like it's a good excuse, but I will elaborate. So, I had a nail appointment. <laughs> However. Laron, just wait, okay? Because I never used to get my nails done, and um, now I'm getting my nails done because my biting habit's real bad. Oh, okay. Um, and I asked for a 5.30 appointment because I'm like, that's not even close to 8.30. Guy says, he's alone in the business. Can I come at 6.30? I said, will I be done by 8? I just kind of ballparked it. It's, he's only 10 minutes away, the, the salon. <laughs> Just oh yeah, it'll only take an hour. So I'm like, okay, good. So I I checked ahead to make sure. I'm like, there is no way six thirty it would take two hours to do nails. No way, no way. That's impossible. It's not like I have massive claws that he needs to file down. Mm-hmm. I go, and he's already running late. 
in the midst of it, he's like he's very meticulous, so he's like a little bit slower than how I'd expect nails to be done. And then, you know, I'm try- I'm telling him like, hey, I got it, you know, I gotta be somewhere at 30. Like, it's okay if you don't do all that extra fancy stuff. I just need to, you know, cause whatever. And then he starts talking about the story of how his mother died. Oh no. And, oh. and I couldn't just interrupt him and be like, hey, oh, man, no. I gotta go. Like, I just some people might not have uh, that problem of doing that, but I I can't. I can't just be like, hey, can you? tell me about your mom's death next time I come back. <laughs> like he was just, and he was ex- like in, in, like he had like 10 other siblings and they were fighting and the mom waited. It was a very touching story. That's like why I felt extra bad. Cause he was like pouring out his heart to me about like his mother stayed alive long enough for him to see her and he couldn't bear to see her die. So she told him to go home. And as soon as he got home and fell asleep, she died. Like, Oh wow. It was, so intense and i sat there i'm like oh yeah i was i was i was just picturing i was like i can see stephanie right now doing doing the thing where you kind of like just creep your hands back and you start turning (laughs) in your chair i and i just i felt so bad and i don't know what took all that time but i was you know and and i I even had the money out and ready with the tip and everything like i was just Mm -hmm. ready to go and i don't i and i couldn't just leave in the middle of it and he's got sharp tools there so um i guess from now on if i'm doing nails i need to allot three hours mm-hmm. i never i don't know and i didn't do any fancy like bejeweled shit or patterns it's just a color what a disappointment should have gotten some patterns out of that right so like i said at the service level surface level it's not a good excuse but i did my due diligence i wasn't supposed to be late and i just felt super rude interrupting this man's life-changing story uh, it's okay it's okay wow like i i don't even know how i i, I can't process that so I, I have no advice for you in that in that situation <laughs> It, it's okay. I was considering it as an after dark topic as like, what, where's our politeness level when it comes to boundaries and stuff. So I think that might be a topic for later. So mm. other than that works crazy, but it's all, all good. Cause it's a Wednesday night and I'm here with you guys. And thanks for waiting. Like you didn't have to, but I appreciate it. I mean, that's fine. Leron was eating and we were getting acquainted and you know, just hanging. I know, but I also feel bad for our guest. Um, it's, as you get to know me, I'm very, uh, I'm a stickler with time. I'm always like, we got to start on time. We got to start on time, and we can't end late because I turn into a pumpkin after midnight. And, and especially when we have guests, I'm like, we got to put our best foot forward. And look, we have a guest, and guess who's the one that's late? So I was actually on time. The fr- I know. I, the one that's always late is on time. <laughs> Where's your? Is your? I didn't. I don't hear the screamer. Wait. Wait, where? Oh, he's 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 asleep. So we did the thing where, so I usually put my daughter to sleep, and then my wife puts my son to sleep, and then when she leaves, he gets really angry. So we did the switcheroo, and now I'm putting my son to sleep, and well, he doesn't care about me, so he (laughs) falls asleep. And then, but then my wife is stuck in my daughter's room (laughs) because she wants. You know, my wife is the the household favorite, and I don't. It changes. I don't blame my children. It's fine. Is your 
is your wife working or is she stay at home? She works from home. Oh, she works from home. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that's that's it. Like you know, like they're like like they're around her twenty four seven. So like mm-hmm. so like she can't ever get a break. Mm-hmm. Well, not only that, but it, it cycles. Like for a while, I was Nikolai's favorite. And now that he's a little bit older and his father takes him and all the fun stuff, now he's kind of the favorite. So it, children just play with your emotions. That's all they They just manipulate uh, you. That's all they do. Yeah. It's, you know what? It's, you know what? it's fine. He's, he was asleep. He's, uh, he's still asleep. And, Good. uh, congratulations. Yeah. I know. I'm just, I'm just the baby whisperer. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, anybody playing anything fun? Anybody playing anything cool? Uh, Mary Helen, you said you're playing Horizon. Tell us about yeah, playing Horizon Forbidden West at the moment. Yes, and I'm like a third of the way through this this game, and like I said, it's almost forty hours long. Yeah, wait, forty hours total, or forty hours when you're a third of the way through? Forty hours when I'm a third of the way through. But I'm also doing like everything because, especially after the first game where there was the um, all allies gathered trophy, and I'm like, is that? I haven't looked for spoilers. I'm like, if that's a thing, I have to do every side quest because you don't know when these NPCs are going to be needed later. I see. Yeah. Well, that's how it was in the first game, right? Where like, if you did all the side quest, like whoever you helped on the side quest, they helped you on. In, there was like eight of them. Yeah. Yeah. So, I. I love Horizon. It's my it's my favorite PlayStation franchise. It's the only platinum trophy that I have. It's like it's just the best. I want to play Horizon Forbidden West, but I just uh, don't have a PlayStation right now. So uh, that'll have it's to wait. So good. I know. Uh, it looks so good too. It's one of the best games I've ever seen. Like best looking games I've ever seen. And it's beautiful yeah. and like their attention to detail in some spots. I'm just like, oh, yeah. I I would say the only game I think that looks better in certain ways is Cyberpunk. And in terms of like animation, the way like the way their facial animations are when they talk and their emotions and the way they move like it, Horizon is really like second to none. It's so beautiful. Oh, I love it. Someday. And the reason why I have not gotten to Forbidden West yet is because I never got to the original one. And I'm sure as heck not going to play the second one before the first one. And um, I have it downloaded when I have my PS Plus membership. I download it when it was free, whatever month that was. I'm like, I'm going to get to it. But stuff happened. And for me, I don't know how you are when you game. Like if if it's a very epic story, like a very meaty game, kind of like Ghost of Tsushima. I need to be fully invested in it. Like, I can't just be like, oh, I'll play it one week, and if I get busy, I'll just pick it back up two weeks later. I need to be sure I have the time to consistently put into it to kind of not do it a disservice, if that makes sense. So, it does. Someday. <laughs> yeah, I'm the, I'm, the same, I'm the same way. I try my best not to do the whole hokey-pokey thing when it comes to, like, playing games, especially, like, ones that, you know, like, actually have, like, some real weight to them. Like, you know, there are some games that you can definitely play for fun, and then there's other games where it's like, okay, it needs to have my my vested attention. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Horizon. Tell us Horizon. more. Uh, yes, definitely do not play Forbidden West without playing Zero Dawn. Um, the warning, Zero Dawn gave me a slight existential crisis when I played it. It was a good time. Ooh. So good, but it totally did. Okay. Um, but just uncovering the mystery. I'm not going to say a whole lot because there's some 
bombs drop in zero dawn that make the world make sense but just that the way they set up that world and like the different tribes of people and they all have their own religions and their own cultures and it's to me it's from like an anthropologic standpoint it's so fun but also like the gameplay is really good because i'm not especially best at that kind of game so i maybe have it down on story mode because i'm trying to enjoy the story because i love it mm-hmm. and but it's a lot of fun. Like they do a good job balancing it for players like me that aren't the best at like the fighting side of things. Yeah. All right. I'm kind of similar. I usually will opt for a story mode. I'm just not good at gaming, but I still want to play it. That's me. I get it. Yeah. And since Hogwarts Legacy got delayed, I'm thinking that empty spot is going to be where I start. Did you see the collector's edition? Yes. It has a floating wand. A floating wand. I was like, I know. I have no monies for that, but I want, I, I want the money you want. Laurence is sitting there in the I corner know. like, these dorks. I know. Nerds. <laughs> talk, uh, talk to me again when uh, Callisto Protocol and Dead Space uh, uh, remake come out. It'll be a different me at that point. I mean, so speaking of collector's editions, though, the Destiny Lightfall one comes with the little, the fish, the fish ghost, and it's a lamp. And a I'm, fish all right, so, lamp. So, all right, so, so Corey, I'm about to be that guy tonight. You just offloaded a whole bunch of like, like collector's edition and all this stuff. No, no, sir, you, you cannot. I don't, no. I don't get the Destiny ones. I, they're Why too, not? Because they're like three hundred dollars a piece. I don't have that kind of money to spend on a collector's edition. Mm-hmm. I want mm-hmm. them. Yeah, mm-hmm. I want them, but I'm not going to go spend it. Plus, like you ha- like starting with Lightfall, you had to order them through the Bungie store. And that's just a, it's just a pain in the ass to order through them, like that kind of stuff. And so, like, that's another reason why I stopped. But like, the Lightfall one was pretty cool, and then the the Witch Queen one came with the Hive Ghost, and it had like this skeletal body, and it just kind of like wrapped around this green orb. I wanted it really bad, but it was two hundred fifty dollars, and now the Lightfall one's like three hundred, and it comes with uh. Hold on, let me look up Elsie Bray's. Isn't the Hogwarts Legacy Collector's Edition like three hundred dollars? Something like that. Probably. That's, it's insane. Yeah. It's been West since two fifty, and I'm like, I want it. Yeah. Like I, I'm glad that um, the what is it the 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 Last of Us. Firefly edition got sold out mm-hmm. because if it wasn't sold out, I would have bought it. <laughs> so wait, so wait, they just never brought it. They just never brought it back up. I, I've been checking. I've never seen it get restocked. So it'll get restocked closer to when the game comes out. Like yeah, so, I was, to, I was about to say Sony's not Sony's not about that limited limited run life. You no, know? that's Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm I not about that either. <laughs> Gosh, uh, man, I I forget what her ghost is called because it's not technically a ghost it's like this little thing that helps her travel through time because uh elsie is a time traveler uh trying to fix the timeline uh it's a whole thing we talk about it a lot on (laughs) on my destiny podcast if you want to figure that out there but like it cut like it's like this like so her companion is like this little glittery floating it kind of looks like a fish but like its fins have like this really kind of glass like colored glass looking to it and it's and it, and it's a lamp it turn you could turn it on and it makes little and you like, could turn it off yeah you could turn it off 
And it's like this, like, but Whoa. like the, the fins move though, and it makes the light like do things, and it's really fun. Don't judge me. <laughs> I feel judged. No, I'm amused. It's fine. Definitely entertained. You know? Yeah, Laurent's the judging person. Look at his face. I know. The face Actually, <laughs> Actually, I am. Uh, I am. I am in the middle of something. Like, uh, like, like. I, I'm. I'm. I, I'm exhausted. So I, I. I had to take a nap earlier today. Like, uh, I usually don't take a nap. I, I usually don't take a nap. Like, if I take a nap, it's early in the day. Like, you know, like, like right after lunch, I'll take a nap. You know, uh, but uh, I messed around and like and like st- held off on this nap until like six o'clock. And mm-hmm. so. I'm playing. I'm playing catch up, and right now I'm like I'm like texting my boyfriend because I was like I feel so bad because I was going to actually like call you before before we started podcasting, but I fell asleep. Aww. Hmm. Hmm. The fish. The fish ghost is called a puka, by the way. Well, we kind of. I, I, no thanks to me. Derailed the conversation. Uh, anything else other than Forbidden West? That's been my main one. Like I'm, I tend to like hyperfixate on a single game. Now, some weeks you might catch me like doing like Stardew Valley or something with friends. This has been a week where I've played with friends, but I yeah, I hyperfixate on a single game and play it through, and then move on to the next. That's a good habit to have. Yeah, it really is. I wish I had that habit. That habit does not happen to me. I'll buy. So here's what happens. I'll buy. I'll get like a couple games at a time and I'll be like really excited to play them. And then I will not play any of them and just either play destiny or watch TV while I'm editing something or work on something else because there's too much choice. There's too many things. So much choice. It's too many things. Anyways, Stephanie, what are you playing? How's the steam deck? I want to talk all- about the Steam Deck because I did put it on the thumbnail for this week's episode. Okay. Well, Laron, congratulations. Yes. You're playing Monster Hunter. I'm playing Monster Hunter Rise. I saw. I, yeah, I saw you. I saw your picture of you, you and your kitty and your doggo. I saw it. Oh, that part <laughs> was. Are, I never what, spent so much time customizing. What are characters. their names? What are their names? What's your Palico's name? Palico's name is oh my goodness I'm I'm blanking out. Uh, well, no, because my son was watching me customize everything and he was kind of being bossy, but like no, it's <laughs> this color. So he wanted to name he, my son wanted to name one of them Johnson, and I'm like we are not naming <laughs> the Palico Johnson. <laughs> That's funny. I'll have to grab my Steam Deck in a second when I you know maybe take a bathroom break and come back to you on that, only because I'm still kind of a mental mess from being late but uh i only just started like i said i i I customize i love how i can ride my palico right um and i did that very first intro mission where they teach you everything yeah um my weapons at this time i'm experimenting with the dual blades okay um so i'm like i'm gonna hang of it i'll admit like because this is a new type of game for me the like ui or like you know, shifting through all your options and your items is kind of a bit overwhelming for me. Um, not because it's set up poorly or anything. It's just a matter of getting used to. Because I'm just... The most I'm used to is, like, in the N64, right? Assign an item to each C button, and that's it, you know? So, <laughs> But, no, I, and it, it... I mean, granted, again, I haven't really put it to a real test yet. But so far, it's run running very smoothly on the Steam Deck. It's okay. beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful, Laron. 
Uh, All right. Uh, so here's a question. Have you been able to try any, any multiplayer aspect on, on the uh, Steam Deck with it yet? Nope. That's my, my next uh, okay. That's my next step because, you know, uh, my my partner that I'm playing with, he's he customized his character. He's going to be, um, what do you call it, like a, a range person. Wait a second. Wait a wait a second. Um, you know what? I'm I, I'm I'm the, I don't know if you want to announce it in your um in in, in the uh, in the podcast right now. Throw me your throw me your Steam ID in the um in the, in our chat right now, so I can go ahead and friend you up. Oh yeah. I know for sure we are not friends. I think it's it's that. That's a clip. Oh. We are not friends. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you uh, add me on? Yeah, like, you can't sit with us. We're, yeah. <laughs> Y'all can add me. I need more friends. I literally am friends with two people, and one of those people is the one that won our contest giveaway for Stray. <laughs> so <laughs> oh. so they, were for, they were forced into a friendship with you. <laughs> yeah, but it, it, but but um, I'm I'm very new to Steam. Uh, so yeah, um, so the, probably by next Wednesday, I'll be able to tell you my experience, like actually engaging in the multiplayer aspect. I just want to get all like the initial intro introductory stuff out of the way um the font is very small on the steam deck uh, i've noticed font size is an issue for many games on the steam deck mm. um, which is weird because it's a seven inch screen it's the same size as the switch screen and i don't and i think maybe it's just the resolution like the way things i don't know tech stuff like if how lpc games are when it comes to resolution on a computer screen versus the deck screen the higher the resolution the smaller the text is i can tell you that right now and uh let me see I, i'm on i'm on steam right now let's look at let's look at the specs real fast of the um of the uh because uh, it's the screen is giving us what resolution a 1280 by 800 uh so it's a 16 by 10 aspect ratio so yeah like the text is small yeah i would say like that's my my biggest complaint um First, hold on. There's something beeping. Uh oh. Uh oh. I don't know. Something's beeping. I don't know what's beeping, but um. <laughs> so yeah, my, um, I'll stay tuned. So Monster Hunter to start. It's beautiful. It's running great so far. I don't know if I talked about my other multiplayer experiences with the Steam Deck before. Did I get into that last week? I don't no. think so. No, you did not. So, did not. I tried co-op and Laurent, correct me if i'm wrong because i'm very new to multiplayer like i'm mm -hmm. very new monster hunter the way you play that it's not a co-op thing right uh not not, not per uh, well it, yeah technically it is co-op because it's basically it's basically you and other people versus the monster there's no there's no there's no pvp element in it so uh it's basically you versus it's, it's pve so okay because yeah. maybe maybe i'll explain my other experience and you let me know if i might have this issue okay. so when I first got the Steam, I purchased a way out, which is a two-person online. Oh, that yeah, that you 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 cannot play that game single player. Like you have to have somebody with you. Like that well, game, that game won't even run unless you have a second person with you. So I did, and that was my partner. He was playing on his PC at his house. I was at my house with the Steam Deck, and the first thing is, if he initiated the game or if I initiated the game, it would have both players with that one username. Like mine is the Mad RPH would say Mad RPH player one Mad RPH player two and it was so weird. Yeah, that's weird. And same thing with this other game, Gauntlet. Uh, we were trying wait, to on wait, wait, Gauntlet. Like what old Gauntlet school game? Gauntlet. Like what Gauntlet game? Hold on, is this like, on Steam? 
I yes. Like <laughs> wait, Gauntlet. Why is this such a surprise? Gauntlet no, Slayer Edition? Is that what you're playing? I don't know. Just look at my Steam profile. <laughs> it was gifted to me, okay? Because I don't play these types of games. Gauntlet's so old and fun. Alright, well that's what my partner plays. He was so excited. He's like, now you can play games with me because he's a PC gamer. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, I, I want to play games with him. <laughs> oh, he, he's ready. Um, he's, he's asking, did Laurent get back to you? Did, all those questions I've been asking was him. He's like, ask Laurent this, ask Laurent that. I'm like, dude, Laurent is busy right now, okay? <laughs> yeah, I am busy. I, I haven't played Monster Hunter in like two weeks, and I'm like, and I'm definitely like a week behind on like the new on like the new content because my two favorite my two favorite uh, favorite wyverns are finally in the game now, and I haven't had a chance to play play them at all yet because uh, just been busy. Yeah, so I'm so sorry. That was all him. He's <laughs> no, I'm no, like, dude. No, I'm no, I'm I'm sorry. Like it, it's it's funny because like I know I know you're probably like, man, LeBron must be fucking fucking pissed off at me because he's not he's not answering in a, in a timely manner. <laughs> I just felt bad. But real quick, back to Gauntlet. So we we try to hop online together. We'd start the level or whatever, and then eventually my screen would freeze just completely freeze but the audio would continue and he says the game's still playing on his end and he and i'm moving the joystick around and he says he sees my character move but on my screen i'm frozen and we've rebooted several times so i don't know if it's a steam deck game compatibility issue i highly doubt it's internet because i i've upgraded my internet should be fine um Corey, it is gauntlet it like real gauntlet or like yeah new? like yeah like yeah like it's well it's like it's 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 basically a modernized version of gauntlet but what? it's yeah it's gauntlet it's got it, yeah it's got the same font and everything what the old, the old school arcade yeah it's got the oh, same font. No. <laughs> oh shit am i gonna have to get a steam deck 20, to play gauntlet 20 dollars i'm gonna have to get this 20 bucks that's cheap <laughs> Oh wait, wait, wait! There's a Slayer. There's a Slayer edition where you get four copies of it. So the price of, is the price of one whole game, sixty bucks. You get four what? copies of it. Oh, you get an extra copy of your friend. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my gosh. What if I? What if I spent like? What if I spent six hundred dollars on the Steam Deck just to play Gauntlet? You play the Gauntlet, yeah. Like, oh no, I'm I'm looking at the freaking trailer and it actually showed the old arcade cabinets. Oh no, I want one now. <laughs> oh, what have I done? Wow, I didn't realize it was. A I thing. didn't know. I didn't know there was a new gun. Oh, hold on, hold on. This is this was back in 2014. Okay, oh. but still, like, there's a modern version of Gauntlet out there. Like, shit. The last Gauntlet I remember was Gauntlet Seven Sorrows on the GameCube, and that was trash. Well, and, and yeah. Listen, like, I didn't say it was good. I just said it's the last one I remember. <laughs> I was disappointed, and I was disappointed because it seemed really fun. But it was, I like I said, I don't know what it is. And keep in mind, this all happened like the first day I got my Steam Deck. So I was already irritated. Because <laughs> I you're bet like, you kind were. Of, kind of, and, and it was late. I was tired. I had a busy day at work. And I just wanted the damn thing to fucking work. And it well, wasn't I'm, fucking I'm working. I'm wishlisting this game. I'm... And like, I already have a bias against multiplayer games. I'm a single person game, single player game person. So the fact that my first few attempts in a multiplayer wasn't working made me go fuck this shit, I don't want to play this stupid game. <laughs> so, um, and I've played some small indies on it, like Life Slide. It's really fun. I use the gyro control on it. Overall, the Steam Deck is a good device. It's heavy. It's one and a half pounds. What? Um, it's one and a half pounds. Just shy of one and a half pounds. That's a beefy I, boy. I, I, how, much, how much does the Switch weigh? 
I don't know, but it's not one and a half. It's pounds. less than that, but like in comparing it to like a PlayStation Five, I'm like that's light because that thing's a brick. But I keep in mind like it's the processing power. Like it, it's heavy for a reason, and it'll eventually be streamlined. Um, it took me a while to get used to like the haptic touchpad, but now that I'm used to it, it's actually very cool. Um, I was able to download the Game Pass, which I've texted you guys incessantly about. I have not tested it out because it took me like two days to do it. Mm. Um, so, I mean, overall, it's okay. I, uh, I you know, because this is Valve's That's... first venture into a that's weird. These pictures aren't these. These pictures are. You're saying it's like a pound and a half. These pictures aren't selling it properly because, like, it looks like it's looks like it's comparable to the Switch. Well, it's, yeah. And have you seen my picture of me holding them up yeah. side by side? Right. Yeah. It's yeah. Night and day. It's a big boy. It's, it's a very steam big boy. deck. Steam Yo. thick is what it should be yeah. called. Uh, like not to sound like a wuss you guys know me i do pull like i'm strong i don't bitch and complain about heavy things it's so heavy that it it's not really convenient as a handheld i have to rest it against the table because i get sore after holding it up so long Yo, I you just play, gotta get I some play, good wrist strength in there i, yeah. I want to play tales of arise and freaking destiny i'm uh, not destiny i'm sorry uh, uh horizon on this now shit so, why are you talking to me about oh i just i i mentioned my review i'm just not a big fan fan of the price point i mean maybe that they're experimenting with that because i only got the 64 gigabyte because that's all i could afford that's 400 dollars right there which isn't a problem i bought an sd card download speed isn't a huge de deal for me but it's like 600 700 for the the other ones i'm like i especially if you're a pc gamer you've already invested that money in a gaming in a gaming computer i've i've, I've been I, I don't even know how long i wonder if my steam profile tells me how long i've, I've had a steam account it should. My ex like my Xbox account tells me how long I've been on Xbox Live. And so. uh No, I don't want to derail this uh, cuz I want to No, 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 no. We no, we we wanted to talk about the Steam yeah. Deck tonight. Yeah. All right. Because uh, like my big thing is like if Destiny ever gets Steam Deck verified, I'm going to cry. I'll never play anything else ever again. Uh um, when you said it's not Steam Deck verified, are they saying it's absolutely not compatible, or is it just not well, verified? Multi online multiplayer but games are not compatible because they don't have the Steam Deck doesn't have anti cheat software yet, and like the only stuff oh, that's anti cheat oh. is like Windows stuff. So technically, you could you could install Windows on it and have all that stuff, and it run like a Windows computer instead of a Linux based system, but as of right now, like you can't play Halo, you can't play Gears, you can't play Apex, you can't play Fortnite. Now there's workarounds for all that, right? Like somebody just got the Epic Store running on the Steam Deck uh, this week, so technically there's workarounds. But it's not easy. Yeah, the no. workarounds, like even the Game Pass one was, unless you are very good with entering command codes and stuff, like it's not easy yeah. for the average person. So I feel like the Steam Deck ultimately is a work in progress. It's a solid product. My question, this was going to be kind of a topic-ish tonight, is remember how we had a conversation about like the average gamer, so to speak, will typically, depending on finances, have like a PlayStation or an Xbox or a PC, and mm -hmm. then like a 
the Switch because it just is a nice portable and inexpensive second. Usually mm-hmm. that's what we see. Mm-hmm. So my thought is, with the Steam Deck coming out, I wonder where the primary audience is going to sit at. Like, I can't imagine a PC gamer owning this. I'm wondering if this is going to be a gateway to get more people on the Steam. Like, I'm still trying to figure out their real-life audience. Not the projected audience in the past, but nowadays. Okay, we will definitely answer that question later in the show, because I, I, I have an answer for this question. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I'm I'm just really interested because like I've I so I have the backbone controller for my phone and it's fine but like I want to be able to play games natively like the cloud gaming stuff just isn't cutting it you know like it's a nice substitute for certain things or if I'm in a bind or something but like I'm not going to be you know raiding in destiny if I will be pre- will yeah. be prepared because I'm pretty sure Hogwarts Legacy is going to be cloud for the switch well, then I won't get it for the Switch. Uh, I will get it for Xbox. Well, who knows if it's oh, even coming out for Switch yes, anymore, anyway. Well, no, it's still well, no, like um, like yesterday, like uh, yesterday's Gamescom thing, it still had this, it still had Switch, you know, in the um, mm-hmm. in like the little banner. Yeah. Uh, they said, I mean, they keep saying it's going to be native, so we'll see. But I, I, the more and more they delay it, the it's less be an ugly likely, native. You know. So real quick, I named, or Nikolai named my Palamute Noah and my Palico no Palico Noah and my Palamute Daxter. <laughs> okay, it's like better than Daxter? Johnson. Yeah, better than that Johnson. I was got, like, it's not Johnson. I'm sorry. I've got like I've got like twenty some odd I've got twenty some odd cats and about fifteen some odd dogs. Um, my uh my main my main Palico. The one, the one that I, the one that I started with, uh, his name is Washu, um, and my, um, and and my, and my first uh, dog, his name is, his name is Scout. No, I'm sorry, Lancer, Lancer. Ooh, Scout's the one, Scout's the one I'm running with now because uh, basically after I leveled those, after I leveled Washu and uh, Lancer up, I just, uh, I turned around and made them, you know, made them their own quest dogs. So when they go on the, on the, on the meow scenarios. <laughs> <laughs> where wow. they go do their own hunts like yeah they're they're like the leaders of that <laughs> wow eventually yeah. i want to get the play oh oh, oh, tr- oh oh trust me like oh the, the worst thing they could have done in monster hunter was it was the first the first companion they introduced was the was the palico the cats and man like like we people get into full-on fights about like which one's better because like uh in monster hunter 3 uh it, yeah so in monster so monster hunter 2 um, was the first time like you actually got one got got one of the cats to uh, to join you as your companion on a quest, and then Monster Hunter Two had two evolutions. It wound up like the final evolution was Monster Hunter Freedom Unite, which is basically like what Sun- Monster Hunter Sunbreak is to Rise. Um, so um, so yeah, so in that game you got two cats and everybody lost their damn minds. I was like, oh my god, like this, this is the best. Monster Hunter Three comes out on the Wii. They take the cats away and give us these things called shakalakas, which shakalakas were an enemy. Were an enemy in in the in, in the previous game. I love the name shakalaka though. <laughs> Reminds yeah, me of NBA Jam. 
Yeah, but what's funny is like Shakalaka's lineal uh, 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 genealogy, like they're in the same they're in the same family as the uh, as the Palicos, you know. But they're more they're 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 basically like the caveman version of like of what what the hunters are in Monster Hunter. <laughs> it's just, uh, but yeah, like um, I couldn't stand it. I was like I was like, man, what what the hell? Like y'all y'all took the cats away for this bullshit. <laughs> so How Monster Hunter. They? Monster Hunter Four comes out and the cats are back. And well, well, no, they only gave you one cat. They 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 pushed back to one cat. And I was one like, what cat. the fuck? Yeah, oh. it was. I was like, what the fuck? Like you can hire all these cats in your in your freaking in your freaking uh for your you know for your homestead and all this stuff, but you can only take one with you at a time on the quest. I was like, what the fuck? And then um and yeah, like Monster Hunter World also did it. So like we got we got to the point where we're like, okay, it looks like we're just gonna be back to it. It looks like we're just gonna only have one companion. And here comes here comes Rise with like oh we can get a cat and a dog but wait you can have two dogs in your hunt or you can have two cats in your hunt or you can have one in the other and I was like y'all are killing me <laughs> I'm loving it ba da ba 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 so who's next who's playing what Laron's next okay um well uh let's see I am currently playing Saints Row right now like Saints Row dropped yesterday and and you the you guys, you two know that I was I was waiting for this game. Yeah, it's it's uh, yeah I can I can tell like it's already like based off of my experience with Saints Row three and four. This is a different experience. It's the same game but different experience and stuff like that. And, you know, like um, I've I've seen a lot of like mediocre reviews coming out across it where it's like sixes and sevens and stuff like that. But I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. And, um, and currently I'm playing it um to just curate content so I can put it on my on my YouTube channel. But I've also been playing Ghost of Tsushima. The director's <gasps> cut. Yes. I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying the game. Like it's really easy to get fucking lost in the game. By the way, mm-hmm. God, you know it, it's really easy. And you know, like the guiding wind. The guiding wind doesn't guide you enough. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm always like pressing on the. Or yeah, it doesn't guide yeah. you enough. It's like, man, can we just put a waypoint marker on the map? You know, can we just do? You know, like not on the map, but like on the HUD, so you so like you know your general your general direction. Because also like the little the little indicator. The little indicator tells you how many how many meters or kilometers you are away from it. Oh yeah, that's confusing too because like you know like I'm riding on horseback and you know like, and and my whole thing is like you know like, I'm thinking like back in like the old school like 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 all the old school like like Japanese like you know like drama movies and you know westerns and stuff. You don't want to get your horse hurt, so I'm so like so like it's a mental thing that i'm like keeping the horse on the on the on the road as much as possible and stuff like that and not trying to cut across stuff because i get a little apprehensive when like the horse has to pause for a second to jump down off of something i'm like Ugh! yeah <laughs> even though you know i heard you can't hurt the horse in the game it's still like one of those subconscious um, things i'm pretty what? sure i hurt my horse and goes to Tsushima. oh don't tell me that don't tell me that yeah i fell a little too far and it was not happy with me it's dead <laughs> Okay, good to know, but yeah, like, uh, yeah, so I have a subconscious thing where it's like I stay on the road, and so, you know, like, staying on the road sometimes, like, that whole that whole thing about your, your whole distance meter just goes goes nuts, because it's like, yeah, all of a sudden, like, you're 100 meters away from it, and the next thing you know, you look up because you're on the road, and you're, like, 250 meters away from it, I was like, what the hell's going on? I thought I was going the right direction. Yeah. <laughs> no, but the game's fun. The game's fun. Um, I'm, uh, The game will definitely give you a, a, good, a good sense of ADD, though, because, like, you know, like... There's so many tail quests that get yes. that get opened up and stuff like that, and um, I was like, because uh, you know, um, 
I don't know why I immediately like stopped. I, I did one quest with Yuna, and and when a um and when a um a focus task came up to where either I I go meet the um I can't remember his name the the, the guy the guy that uh, that trains you in archery. Oh, Izakawa. Uh, Ishikawa. There you go. Yeah. Thank you, Ishikawa. Uh, there's Ishikawa and there's Lady uh there's Lady uh, oh, uh Lady, Lady Adachi. Mas- um yeah, Mas- oh. Moscow Adachi. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I was like, so like I did a few of, uh, East Kawa's missions and then, um, and then like he told me, it was at that point when he told me I have to go meet with Lady Masako. So like I got to Lady Masako and I was like, wait a minute, like I'm only, I'm only half-assing these things. I need to stick to one person. So I completed all Lady, Mas- Lady Masako's shit before, before I finally stopped. <laughs> Cause I was like, God damn it. But yo, she's got a tragic story, man. <laughs> yeah, she does. It really explains away all that rage. Um, yeah. I, I I think I like her her like storylines and quests the best, but uh-huh. uh, I like to see what you think as as you as you go. They oh, all yeah, have yeah, very oh, yeah. different. We're, we're definitely going to talk about it. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, um, I pretty much I pretty much want like I'm trying I'm trying to play it as quickly as possible because I want I want to get you back on Crossroads so you you Stoy and I can talk about it. Because uh, Story doesn't even know I'm playing. Because yeah. Story was because Story decided to take off last night, <laughs> so he wasn't he wasn't on the show last night. We had we had Brody Fultz from Diggity on the show with us last night. Me and Andre. Nice, nice. Yeah, nice. those guys those guys vibe pretty well. <laughs> and I think another re- reason why these get kind of gamers ADD in there is because every time you ride around, you see that golden bird. You're like, oh, I gotta follow that golden bird. It might That's be an onset. Or the, or the, or the it damn, might be or, a big strike. Or the damn fox, like, or shit. The fox like, I've, I've seen the you fox. can catch the foxes. Yeah, I've seen the fox twice, and it's like, or, or better yet, like, or better yet, when you get off your horse and you're just walking around, all of a sudden you see this, uh, the the lightning bug just start just start glowing really intensely. It's like, oh shit, something's here. <laughs> yeah, I'm so glad you're enjoying yeah. it. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm I'm definitely enjoying it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's that's. That's it for me so far. Like, um, like just just those two games. Like, you know, like um, like I like I said earlier, I haven't been on Monster Hunter in, in, in about two weeks, and you know, I'm gonna have to like I'm gonna have to like allocate some me time for that like real soon here because um because like there's there's more there's more DLC coming. We just don't know what's what's up yet. They are, they just they just introduced four monsters. So, well, they put four monsters into the game like like the beginning of the month and stuff like that. So like more content's coming. Yeah, I think my friend's actually playing it in the other room right now. <laughs> Nice. Nice. Yep. A yep, game for me. A game I would like to play at some point. It's on the list. It's on the PlayStation list. Don't worry, Corey. De- Destiny's on my list. Uh, my roommate. It's free my... right now. The entire game is free until Tuesday. I've it... got too much going on right and now. And if you claim it through the Epic Store, you get the 30th anniversary pack for free. Here we go, Epic <laughs> Game Store. Here we go. Uh, got me opening up mine too. Right. Which the thirtieth anniversary bundle is thirty dollars. So, so getting that for free. Wait, what are you talking about? Destiny. Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. Ep- okay. Epic. Like, oh. Well, Destiny. I thought well, all I heard was thirty dollars, <laughs> and I was thinking about the Resident Evil Humble Bundle. Oh, Laron got that. I got that. I bought the. I, well, I bought the shit out of that. <laughs> Code Veronica wasn't in there, right? No, it wasn't. 
<laughs> I'm that, mature. That game's kinda... get, that game's getting remade after four. I feel like it's the yeah, only that, one left. That was the only one, that that was the other thing about it. Like I was buying the bundle and I was sitting there like, man, I'm gonna feel like an ass because uh because like I because I made the commitment to buy the Resident Evil Four remake, you know. So I, I'm gonna feel like an ass, you know. Because I'm probably never gonna play. I'm probably never gonna play the Resident Evil Four. Not because now I'm just gonna wait. But you know, like thirty dollars. Like like I said earlier. Uh, before yeah, but you, you get so many great games in that bundle, though. Exactly. Exactly. Right. I mean, you get Resident. Evil, you get the remakes of two. You and get three. Resident Evil Six, the best Resident Evil game. Come on, that's I don't worth have thirty dollars. I don't have any. I don't have any complaints about that either. I know. Okay, so how do I so how do I collect this uh, 30th anniversary back? Because I just added it to my library. Do I have to actually start the game? I don't oh, know. play the play I, the expansion. Oh, wait, no, that's not really a stipulation. It should tell you on there. I think you have to buy the Witch Queen expansion and you get that for free. Lightfall plus the annual pass. Okay, so here's the question: how how much content do they release? Is it worth me spending like the ninety nine dollars for the annual pass? Uh, every. So the expansion is here's a th- okay. So it's broken up into if you want to look at the pricing structure, uh-huh. the expansion is forty dollars. The Lightfall, main kit. We're talking light, Lightfall, right? Lightfall. I think. Yeah. Maybe they oh, boosted. Fifty dollars. Fifty dollars. Okay, so fifty dollars. Each season is fifteen dollars, and there's four and- seasons per expansion. Okay, so it's so so it's sixty dollars. Okay. No, okay, so you're on, saving on top of, and then there's a dungeon pass which is twenty dollars. So if you buy the digital deluxe edition, you're saving like forty dollars. Okay, so so the legacy collection right here is uh twenty five twenty four dollars right now. What is that? It is the Shadowkeep, Lightfall. It's the Shadowkeep and Lightfall campaigns. I, the, it's the base game and all of the raids up to Witch Queen, I think. Okay. Because I think the Witch Queen is still not part of the Legacy Bundle yet. So this is, uh, because normally, because it's normally $60, but it's on sale for $24. And I have until, we have until September the 9th. Look, look at us marketing fucking, fucking, uh, Destiny for Bungie and Epic. Well, I'm about to market it more for about another 20 minutes so you better sit back uh uh yeah hold on i i gotta look this up now because i'm i'm genuinely curious now because i've never i've never had to deal with like a legacy thing did i get this week's free game what is the free game oh now you're i need to look doom 64 okay (laughs) okay the legacy collection okay so you'll get the beyond light and shadow keep campaigns you'll get the forsaken legacy pack which means you'll get you'll get tokens for exotic weapons from the forsaken campaign which has a great set of uh hold on wait what hold on now now i'm confused i don't know Legacy pack. No, it's just Shadowkeep, Forsaken, and and Lightfall. Uh-huh. Those campaigns. Well, you won't get the Forsaken campaign because it's been sunset. But you'll get Lightfall and Shadowkeep. Wait, it's been it's been what? Sunset. Meaning it's over. 
they is that took, what you mean? Yeah, they took it out of the game. Okay, but, okay. I mean, I, their big plan is to bring all this content back in some way at some point. But yeah, because Andre was so excited last night about the fact that he that he gets to play something that he missed. Oh, King's Fall's coming back this weekend, which is like the best raid in Destiny One. It's coming back this weekend. So wait, so wait, when is this? When is this this free playthrough? When does it end? Tuesday. I will try and play some this weekend. Yeah, you can you can play you you can play through all of the campaigns for free till Tuesday. I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell Andre like, hey man, I'm gonna jump on this on Saturday. Oh shit, my boyfriend's gonna be mad at me. Fuck. I'll play with you. <laughs> I want you to play. Wait, wait. Okay, we're we're, we're starting to sound a little pervy now. But you know what I mean. I want you, I want you to play. I do know me. what you mean. <laughs> Uh, God, it's like it's, it's like we're it's like we're twelve year olds all all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. Also, the Witch Queen is also on sale right now. By the way, for how much? Twenty three ninety nine. Fucking hell! <laughs> I don't have money like the oh, God. Uh, so okay, look, okay, I'm gonna stop. I'll, okay, I'm gonna stop I'm, I'm selling I'm you Destiny, for, and I'm gonna talk I'm about. A, I'm applying for OnlyFans tonight. I, I'm doing. I'm that. going to talk about me playing Destiny now. And by playing Destiny, I mean. Fortnite, because the Destiny characters are in Fortnite now. <laughs> okay. So I played one match of that and said, okay, I'm done. That was fun. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I played a little bit more of Link's Awakening uh, on Switch. I'm at the sixth dungeon. I haven't finished it yet, but gosh, that game is so great. It's so... Uh, it didn't age well. I'm not gonna lie, it's totally a '90s design, mm. but the Switch remake, man, it's so beautiful and cute, and just I just want to pick up the little pieces and just move them around, and <sighs> I really like it. I would really like another top-down Zelda after playing this one. Uh, I don't care what it is, I don't care how they do it, I just want one. I would like them to remake the Oracle games. Oracle, just like just do that for Oracle, but they Nintendo will do the opposite of whatever their fans want. Yeah, they'll be like, "Oh, game, game, that Game Boy, never heard of it. We're never giving you those games on NSO." Mm-hmm. You know what? They're definitely doing the opposite of what I want them to do. Mm. Yeah, the I game won't... that shall not be named. Yeah, the game that shall not be named. <laughs> uh but I'm not even gonna ask. It's, okay. it's, a, it's 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 mildly traumatizing for me. Yeah. It's like a trigger, a legitimate yeah. trigger for Laron. Yeah, he'll like get really upset. He'll walk away. He'll he'll eat his sorrows away under his bed. He'll cry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for real. <laughs> like a teenage girl who broke well, up with her he... first boyfriend. Yeah. The, okay, so by the way, it's it's the Advanced Wars one and two reboot. Uh, re, uh, reboot camp. I'm sorry, um, and um, and 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 no, honestly, like you know, like because Corey and Stephanie were there when they saw how excited I got for that announcement, and now you know, like here, here we are. You know, like it's gonna be. It's probably it's looking like it's gonna be a year overdue from its original annou- announcement date now. So yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, Laron. It'll be Our okay. <laughs> It'll be okay. Uh. But the I, I, obviously the main thing I've been playing the last two days has been Destiny. 
so I was totally uh, not excited last season. It was it just didn't do it for me. This season is a complete opposite. It's about pirates. And you go so I've heard you go on treasure hunts and you invade space pirate ships and you plunder their booty and take it back and you get good stuff. <laughs> and let me tell you, invading a pirate ship has never been so exhilarating. I'm going to text my partner that I want to plunder his booty. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. Well, you know, I'm glad you said that because shout out to Dan um, from Dinosaur Machines podcast. I uh, love that guy. He wrote a fantastic recap of the Destiny 2 showcase. I learned a lot when I was copy editing it. And I was like, oh, OK, Space Pirates. Nice. Yeah, it's 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 really cool. Uh the story is the uh, spoilers for those who haven't played the Lightfall campaign of Destiny, but the main enemy of the campaign, uh, you lock her in a frozen prison, and by frozen prison, I mean you freeze her with your newly found ice ability called Stasis, and you make basically make her an alien popsicle, and you just leave her there at the top of this building. At the top of this building. <laughs> And uh, that 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 sounds mildly creepy. Yeah, well, there's no way that would go wrong ever, right? No. no. Uh, but this faction of of alien race, the Elixni, has now broken into two factions: uh, House Light, which is which are the good guys, and then House Dark. No. <laughs> oh my gosh, what is Aramis's house called? Anyways, uh, but she's she's broken free, and she's taking the defectors from House Light under one banner and she found a ship and you are, you know, they're raiding uh, all these planets for supplies and stuff. And you have to go like the whole story is you trying to stop her and the clan from, you know, invading these planets and getting their uh, supplies. So that's kind of like the six person event where you're raiding the pirate ships and, uh, there's going to be a new pirate ship every week, it looks like, uh, which is cool. And then there's a three-person story mission that is basically like telling the story of how she escaped. And uh, you have to figure out how to find her and capture her uh, because she's not actually the one invading. She's sending her lieutenants out to invade. And so it's just really cool. And they reworked a lot of the ways the subclasses work. So now it's really about uh, art. It, it feels more like an RPG than ever. It's about building your character and building their subclass out with, you know, the right perks and the right weapons and armor pieces. And uh, I am kind of sour though because I worked all weekend to get this uh, exotic chess piece. For Destiny, which it's called uh, Caress of the Falling Star. And basically, it makes your arc electric ability super powerful when you use your super. Like, like triple, quadruple damage, pretty much. And uh, I, I literally did this mission probably like 30 times and played for like three or four hours to get this. You load up the expansion. After you beat the first mission, they give you one. They just give you one. Oh. Just give you one. I, I hate it when that happens. I'm like, oh, cool. Neat. Thanks. 
Uh, so I, I feel like I really wasted a lot of time this weekend when I didn't need to. <laughs> so, uh, but it's cool because I also have this, uh, class item that makes when I wear this, ch- the chess piece and this class item and use this subclass, the arc subclass, my whole body electrifies. Like there's just this electric current that is going all over my character. And it looks really cool. Mm. So it's fun. Uh, but I'll, I'll stop boring everybody with destiny now because we should probably move on, but it's really fun. I really like the theme. I like the, uh, the armor sets are, you can, uh, get the Fortnite ones, which are kind of cool, but, uh, the, the warlock set is like this pink cat with a trench coat. It looks really cool. (laughs) I kind of want to buy it. Uh, but then the other armor set is like a pirate they, like it's like a pirate coat and boots and a hat and like the helmet for my character class is like a like the Jolly Roger skull with a hat. It's really cool. It looks really cool. So All right. Yeah. I'm really into this season. Complete 180. Also, like the big reveal of Lightfall also helped me be more excited about Destiny again because big reveals always get you more excited for things, as always. Seems like that was timely. Yeah, yeah. They've uh, probably been listening. They've probably been listening to you week in and week out talking about how you were not a fan of like the latest uh, of the. Because man, you sound you sounded wholly disappointed with the Witch Queen <laughs> after no, I, it dropped. I I mean I was. The Witch Queen was good. That first season was okay. The last season just was not... Uh, it just wasn't fun. So, like, the Witch Queen is still going on. Like, it's we're still in the Witch Queen. Lightfall doesn't come out till February. Uh-huh. Like, literally the week after Harry Potter. So, uh... Good luck with that timing. Very... Yeah, whatever. Uh... But, like, the new stuff they showed off for Lightfall looks really cool, although I think they stole their logo from the new Buzz Lightyear movie, but that's okay. Well, I was kind of thinking that, too, actually. Uh, but they're they inter- they're introducing grappling hooks, which, you know, what game doesn't need a grappling hook these days? Uh, and we're going to Neptune, which is a planet we've never been to before. My favorite planet. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, there's a race of of beings that apparently these galaxies faring, you know, immortals who go all over the galaxy didn't know there was a race of galaxy protectors on Neptune. (laughs) Uh, But here we are. The Cloud Striders is what they're called. They're kind of like a they look like they take inspiration from like Aztec culture, which looks really cool. Quite enthralled with their design. Like they have, they're like this Aztec culture, but they live in like this 1980s version of (laughs) Blade Runner of Blade Runner was, you know, purple and green and red instead of dark. (laughs) So anyways, that was my week in games. I'm also halfway through season three of the Orville. Nice. I'm really enjoying yeah. the season. The season got really good. I, I still need to catch up on it. Um, I didn't see that, but I did see Nope before it's leaving theaters. 
Okay, what'd you think? I I loved it. I was just terrified going to sleep. Um, really? I, I get it. And I've read the reviews how it's not like horror in one sense, but like it's the creepiness yeah. that Jordan Peele does so well. And I'm just, it was great. Yeah, I, I enjoyed I enjoyed the film like uh, like it was a um, it was it, it's more of a thriller or suspense film. It's not really it's not really straight up horror. And um, and for a second there, there was a part in the movie. I was like, oh, my God, it's about to get gory. <laughs> but it did not. You know, I was so thankful for that because I I can't I can't do a gore. Like, it's just something. Yeah. Well, I can't do a simulated gore, you know, like like watching in movies and TV shows, you know, because I've 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 seen people w- wounded, you know, in real life and stuff like that. And my reaction to like seeing it in real life is nothing like my reaction to seeing like someone getting fucked up in a movie or a television scene. Well, see, this is why I'm okay with like, for example, the way he directs movies like that because he lets you, like, le- let you think of, like leave it to your imagination. Like when those people got sucked up by the alien, I mean, you see them briefly like in there and you know yeah. that they're gonna die, but you don't actually see them get whatever happened. Yeah. But later on, you just see that rain of blood. Rain of blood. It's like. <laughs> You, you just use your imagination to do the yeah. work. And that's because I'm a wuss. I'm a big wuss. I was like all night, I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like thinking of all the ways they die. Like maybe they got acid. Oh, you were, oh, you were, you were fixated on how they died. Mm-hmm. So that's oh. what I mean by like, I was having nightmares just because that's where my brain goes when I see movies like that. But that aside, I, I, I did really, really love it. I love like kind of like that side story about the monkey, the chimp. Yeah, like that kind of played. Now, now that's a that's a thing, you know. Given that my boyfriend's like a, like a movie buff, like he, I mean, he teaches this stuff for a living, you know. Um, that you know, like I, I was like, I was like, I, to me, it, it almost felt like the movie was kind of all over the place. But but you know, after he sat down and talked to me about like all the metaphors that were going on in it, it really helped me see some things because like the whole. The whole reason why they were talking about like you know, about their family, you know, their black their black family, you know, and the and the horse and the horse training, that actually means something, you know, and stuff like that, you know, like uh like I didn't realize all the historical stuff in there because I was sure, I was sure, honestly, the whole thing with the monkey because like it, it the film started that way. The whole thing with the monkey, I thought the monkey was you know like how movies now have like these like like all these little all these little little snippets of like the creative studios and all that stuff. I That's thought the monkey thought was part of that. Same here. Really and then it made the an appearance was... again. I'm like, ooh. The only the only reason why the only reason why I, I was like something is not right about this whole thing is because there was a shoe that was just standing up. You know, I was like, huh. I was like, I was like, is this part of the movie? I feel like this is like just another studio like plug, you know. And, and sure enough, like it came back, and I was like, oh, okay. Hopefully, we, we didn't spoil it too much for the people who are watching or people who are going to listen to this podcast later. But uh, but no, like if you get a chance to see it, if it's leaving if it's leaving theaters, uh, then then definitely check it out when it hits like streaming sites or when it, or when it comes to home home release or on 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 Blu-ray and DVD. Yes. Wow, Watch Stephanie, it. we are we are vibing tonight, Stephanie. Man, this is I know. Amazing. I feel kind of like I should just sit back and let you guys finish. <laughs> uh. Yeah. What. What else do what what else do you and I need to vibe on? I guess I need to hurry up to start watching the Orville. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I need to catch up on that. You got you got to meet me halfway though. You got to start watching some Star Trek. <laughs> uh, all right, so guys, we have we actually have questions from Twitter this evening. Let's, let's do them. Let's, yes. let's do those questions. We have like, a, how many? We have, how many we have? We have three. 
Let's do all three. Let's do all three. Uh, so, our first. Let me find them. Hold on, I gotta find them now. Uh, our first question comes from uh, Josh Martinez. He writes in. It says, "Gun to your head. What three gaming franchise would you keep while the rest disappear from existence?" This includes mainline and all spinoffs. The catch is it can only be one per big three company, i.e. Nintendo, Xbox, and PlayStation. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Um, okay. Wait, wait. Oh, it's got to be per... It's got to be a Sony first party, a Microsoft first party, or... So Monster Hunter's eliminated? First party. Monster Hunter's eliminated then? Um, you know what? I'm well it I, I'm going I think to, I'm he going just to find means first Josh party. Games. Him. I think he just means first party okay. games. Alright, alright. Well then got, I'm gonna I be got. I'm gonna be shot dead because I don't know any good Xbox first party games. <laughs> just saying just, just stick with Halo or just stick with Halo or Gears of War. <laughs> yeah. I guess uh, I need Gears then. Okay, so let me let, you know choice. I'll go I'll That's go the first because right I feel like <laughs> Gears? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Gears. I'll, I'll I'll go first on this one. I give you guys give you guys a chance to like think up your uh, think up your answers. Um, all right, for Sony, um, uh, it's Uncharted. Okay. Um, yeah, Uncharted. You know, like yeah, like there's some really good franchises out there and stuff like that. But but I but I'm looking at what's what's going on currently, and even and, and you know technically like the last Uncharted release was that was technically a re-release or a remastered stuff like that. But still, you know, like. They're still putting energy into it, so yeah, there's that, and I, I guarantee you, some people already clutched their pros because they're like, "How dare he not say God of War? <laughs> How dare I, he not say Last of Us?" So side side tangent though, like, I don't feel the excitement for God of War, like from anywhere. Uh, Even from the major PlayStation podcasts that I listen to, are just like not talking about God of War like at all. Mm-hmm. Is that? Uh, I- I, you know, I can't really speak for, I can't really speak for the God of War fandom because like I'm the opposite. I like the new God of War projects versus the old stuff. The old stuff bored me real, it bored me real fast because like when the games first came out, like, you know, like I was definitely, I I was on board when God of War came out. That was the one of the most exhilarating game gameplay experiences for me. Mm -hmm. But, but ultimately, ultimately like it's not so much that the story like, like, like killed me on it. It was more the fact that, you know, like. I invested in the first game to like to like to like see Kratos get broken free of his nightmares and stuff. So here I am. The second game starts up, and you know I'm like, why is this man? Why is this grown ass man still bitching about being released from his nightmares? He, he he's, he's the fucking god of war now. <laughs> you know stuff like that. You know. So yeah, that's kind of my thing. So when um, but there was a there was a there was a focus that happened when like God of War 2018 came out. There was a shift in focus like they actually i want to say more heart got put into the game as far as like the storytelling and stuff like that and i'm one of those junkies you know like i'm not one i'm not i'm not one of those people that like you just 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 go nuts for like you know like like rom-coms or like you know like the really schmoopy stuff and all that stuff but the fact that you know like they they it's, I don't even know if it's a 180 to create us with. I want to say more like a 270 because he's not he's not the same person that I knew at all from like the previous five, six entries of God of War because like I'm including God of Wars 1, 2, and 3. I'm including God of War Ascension. I'm including the two uh, the two PSP games, stuff like that. This Kratos, same guy, but different different methodology. 
And that's why I enjoy, like, that's why I'm looking forward to Ragnarok. So, but, you know, I can't, but like I said, I can't speak for the God of War fandom. Because mm-hmm. God of War fandom is all about the previous, the, the previous life cycle of, um, of Kratos. And I think, what, I think what people haven't been able to grasp yet is the fact that the mythology is behind Kratos. Which means if he's technically this god, you know, then that means, you know, like, he's going to go through all these phases of civilization just like how like we we, we interpret our own religion you know like, like there's phases of our civilization history stuff like that so i mean i'm, I'm sorry i'm being metaphysical about this stuff when no, i'm when I, I'm supposed to talk about just, three franchises that i'm trying to keep i mean with, i mean with crossroads and stuff you guys are more into that space than i have been a, uh, lately you know because i just a haven't really had time to pay attention to everything but like you know i run the nintendo podcast so my focus needs to be on in that space so yeah. i just I just haven't heard a lot of excitement for this God of War, even though everybody loves the you. last one. That's all. I'll be honest with you. I don't think. I don't think. Being object, objectively speaking, I don't think there there is a lot. Of, there's excitement, but you know, it's not like it's not. I feel like God of War Ragnarok is going to have to fight. You know, like outside of like the Game Awards for for Game of the Year. You know what I mean? I feel like it's going to have to fight. When when I say Game of the Year, I mean overall Game of the Year because if right. we look at if we look at the past couple of years worth of Game of the Year games, it's games that we did not expect. It takes two swept a whole bunch of Game of the Year awards last year and stuff like that. So you know, like the the landscape of gaming is different now. So you know, like you know, like a game that we thought would a game that we would think would be a shoe in for you know like Game of the Year is not winning Game of the Year like it used to anymore and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And I feel like God of War God of War Ragnarok is going to definitely have a fight have have a fight on his hands for that you know it yeah. will definitely win sony game of the year unless unless these last of us remakes you know just just, just knock it out the park you know yeah or i mean or, I, to or, be... or, or, or forbidden west you know I, I, I don't know why i'm just I'm, i guess i'm discounting horizon right now because like i have both <laughs> games well no, no, horizon no, I, I have, Her- horizon I have keeps coming out Her- horizon keeps coming out against another juggernaut of a game and yeah, everybody true. just keeps yeah. forgetting about it. i love horizon i would be yeah. sh- like I, I have know. both games, and but and and as a person who ran a podcast that was formerly just a pure PlayStation podcast, yeah, I know I'm woefully deficient in the fact that I have not That's played either one it, of the games. You're deficient. Oh, you're missing out. <laughs> <You're so bad. laughs> oh yeah, I, I think I think I think after I finish my foray and Ghost of Tsushima, I'll be I'll be I'll be full time in the in the both Horizon games because and and also I think that's I think that's kind of what I wanted. I wanted more than one game, you know, because I feel like. The same, the same, the same mentality I use with, with the Mass Effect trilogy. I, I'm starting to feel that that's what I need to do with certain with certain game series, you know, and stuff like that. So, because I enjoyed playing Mass Effect one, two, and three back to back to back, you know, versus waiting a nine year cycle to yeah. play the entire the entire series. Well, know? that's the way to play those games now, you know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It, especially that's with how the... Horizon is. I did Zero Dawn and went straight into Forbidden West. Oh no, yeah. that's that sounds like a that sounds terrifying. Because Horizon Zero Dawn is so long. Oh it, yeah, I've been technically on this bench since March. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It's taken. I mean, right. it took me. It took me like sixty-five or seventy hours to get to platinum in the first one. Uh And I know right. that Forbidden West is larger, like way it's bigger. It's massive. Yeah. Uh, All right. Now, so now, so I just, Unchar- now I just want Horizon really bad. So the Uncharted franchise is definitely the one I'm sticking with with Sony, and there's a and there's a lot of good franchises out there and stuff like that. So like the fact that I picked, but then again, like Uncharted, Uncharted Drake's, uh, Uncharted Drake's, uh, Drake's Fortune, not Drake's Fortune. I'm sorry. What was the first game? What was it called? Uncharted something. something. Drake's Fortune. It was, it was Drake's Fortune. 
okay, Uncharted Drake's Fortune was the reason why I spent six hundred dollars and bought a PS3. That's the it was the reason. Like I saw the yeah. I saw the trailers and I saw some of the deep dives and what they were doing, and the fact that you know like they devoted like they devoted like two portions of the cell engine, one for one for movement, one for environment, and one for facial animation. I was like, oh, this game is pushing the boundary, the pushing the tech of the hardware. I, I need to see what, the, what what's up with this, you know? So, yeah, so I'm diehard, you know? Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, let's see. Uh, Nintendo. Everybody knows me. It's fucking Metroid. It's Metroid. Mm. You know, like, it, like, like fuck the Mario games. Fuck the... Fuck, ah, no, 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 fuck ah, these other games. I'm sorry. Don't, don't fuck ah, them. <laughs> Stephanie was, 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 tra- was about to travel through the internet to choke me. About to reach to the screen and, like, oh, You I shall not use Zelda's name in vain. <laughs> no, I love, I love Zelda, but I mean, you know, I gotta look, I gotta look at, I gotta look at where it's, what I gotta get out of this. You That's know? okay. If it's, if it's, if it's like, remember how many, what was it, like 15, 20 episodes ago when we did our deserted island games? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I'm thinking here of these three franchises, you know, it's, a, it's like, it's like if I, if I'm stuck and I can only play like XYZ games, like these are what I'm picking and Metroid for sure. Like, you know, like, cause I love Fire Emblem. I love, I, you know, like I, I don't have a bad relationship with Mario games you know it's the mario offshoot games that give that give me uh, fits you know but um i don't have a problem with them and i love legend of zelda it's just you know like it's i feel like i feel like i'm that child that you know had to run away from home to realize what he missed out on because i because like i because like like you guys have heard me say it like as soon as twilight princess and uh and uh wind waker get a get a quote unquote like you know like like switch port Nintendo has my money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nintendo immediately got my money when when uh when Link's Awakening happened. <laughs> they immediately got my money, you know. So yeah, it's one of those things, you know. Um, so yeah, but uh, but yeah, I gotta go with Metroid because like it's the it's, I got I want to say like Metroid the original the original Metroid game on the NES was had to be the first game that I played that was not Super Mario Brothers had to be the first game on Nintendo. So, and it's got the fondest memory for me and stuff like that. So yeah, Samus Aaron all the way. All right. Xbox. Hmm. Xbox. This is interesting now because Xbox has so many properties. Now this is interesting. Um, I will say, hold on. Let me let me pull up Game no, Pass. Just real. come out, just say Gears and move on with it. Yeah, I, w- I was gonna say Gears, but here's the thing about it though. Like, uh, like, uh, like, I, I like the storyline behind Gears, and you know, Halo is a close second, only because like you know, you give me these sci-fi games, like I will follow you. You know, like, and that's mm. that's that's really it. You give me sci-fi games, I will follow you. And Halo and Gears of War are the big ones. Uh, but the but the the thing I noticed, like, the storyline in, in Gears of War. You know, definitely pulls you in a different direction versus the storyline from Halo. And Halo is a very good, a very good action-oriented. You know, like, you know, the first Halo game. I, I think back on now because I did play the I did play the first Halo game. And the first Halo game was basically they were just they were just trying to make a shooter. They they were. And you know, as more and more games came out, you know, I started fleshing out the characters and all this stuff. You know, the character situation, all this stuff. But Gears of War like dropped out the gate with, with the story already, and so it was one of those things. Like I, I, I look at Gears of War the same way I look at uh, Resistance: Fall of Man for uh, PlayStation. Hmm. Yeah. So there, there we go. Uh, Uncharted, Metroid, and Gears of War. There we go. Nice. Uh, Stephanie. 
Uh, I'll go with the easiest and most obvious for Legend Nintendo. Zelda. It's Legend, Legend of Zelda. Zelda. Don't steal my thunder, oh, Laura. I thought you were going to pick, like, uh, Wii Sports. <laughs> <laughs> Legend All right, but, Zelda. But no, no, okay, so I did kind of steal your thunder by calling it out there, but just give us just give us your passion for why it is, though. Uh... Do we really? Does she? Does she need to explain herself? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I need to ask. Just look you, behind least, her. Did you at least try out the sword and shield in Monster Hunter? No, I did the dual you sword. Dual so I'll, 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 I'll practice with the sword and shield next. Uh, Stephanie's not going to realize the, the the monster she's going to become when she can do a freaking whirlwind slash and freaking like shield bash somebody with a with a with a with a, with a, with a, a dragon punch. Like you just don't know. <laughs> That's going to unleash some sort of monster. Oh, no pun intended in me. Oh, no. uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm a writer and contributed to another Zelda podcast, so that should really speak to my love for the Zelda franchise. But it's a personal history, right? My first novel, like my actual own published novel, was originally a fanfic of what happened after Ocarina of Time. And I decided to just change it all up into my own story so it's just zelda's a profound influence in, in my life the franchise much like a lot of other franchises you know it's just highly influential in the gaming industry it has the the fantasy theme that i do prefer it is a action adventure genre that i prefer so legend of zelda with i will die on that hill forever and ever and ever um playstation the funny thing about it is I actually really enjoy a ton of IPs for PlayStation, but a lot of them are IPs that don't have a lot of longevity to them. Like, I don't want to say Crash Bandicoot just because it's been around forever because I, I just don't see that as the only one that I would like to continue playing for the rest of my life. Um, my initial knee-jerk reaction would be like, oh, Ghost of Tsushima, because it's currently now my favorite, but it's only got the one game, and I don't really see it as an IP that will continue, just in my opinion. I just, how, what are they going to do? Um, so, with all that being said, I had an answer, and then it left my brain. Um, the Last of Us. I know it's cliche. No, but it's I not just, cliche at all. It, I feel like it has it has the legs for it. You know, they've, they've established this world, they have established the characters, even though spoilers, Joel is no longer around. But like, you can continue with other factions. You can follow the Fireflies and Abby and whatnot. So I feel like there's a lot of ways Sony could continue if that was literally its only franchise. Mm -hmm. uh, and then yeah, Xbox Gears. You know what? I will say this because I haven't played. I haven't played The Last of Us Two, and I know that's a big shocker. You know, it's to everybody that's like, oh my god, this guy ran a PlayStation podcast and he didn't play all the all the greatest hits uh but uh but here's what i know if uh because of the fact that the narrative the narrative changed in in the last of us like i'm okay with this if we wind up the last of us becoming kind of like a tales of game you know what i mean mm -hmm. where like it's basically talking about the people who are affected by there because because uh it, andre andre honestly andre in, our, in his first week on the show you know because it, it was it was a crazy episode because it was one of those episodes where it was like, who's your favorite hero in gaming? And Andre, like, like threw, threw Ellie out there, but he, but he threw it out in a way. He was like, he was like, you know, like the way Ellie evolved and became kind of like the villain. Dude, I think I was on that, that episode. Oh, you were on the episode? I couldn't remember yeah. for sure. Okay. Yeah. 
how Ellie became the villain, and it, yeah. you know, like, and and and, you, and when he explained it, I was like, oh, now I'm starting to really understand why people hated this game the way they did and stuff like that. They wanted a picture perfect, you know, character, you know, like they wanted they wanted to be able to have that same. Ellie wasn't that pure of a little girl, like when when Joel ran halfway across the United States with her, you know, like she wasn't that pure of a little girl. She was a survivalist and stuff like that. And you gotta look at that mentality and stuff like that. But um, so I like the fact that if the last of us is just basically a tale about survivors then keep this fucking franchise going talk about the people who are affected and you know what keep it keep the circle as tight as possible we had joel we had ellie and we have uh we have abby talk about talk about something else that's, that's centric to all those characters and you know for the next game and stuff like that you know like what's the matter with that exactly so i was thinking like even if people aren't really big fans of, of that franchise i just feel like that is a very viable one to like yeah. it's got like a lot of substance to work off yeah man man i'm very i'm very active for someone who's running off at four hours of sleep shit <laughs> yeah i see it's that adrenaline yeah. <laughs> yeah oh okay so last of us that's a good pick uh and you said you said Gears of War earlier, but but were you serious about that one, Stephanie? Or, or... I guess because I'm not familiar with a lot of the. You're IPs. not gonna pick Banjo or Conquer or. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, I guess if, if you see it that way, because I started with Banjo with N64, so I just my brain thinks it's Nintendo, even though it currently doesn't exist with Nintendo. Um. I don't know. I mean, they haven't really done much with Banjo as of late. And when Laurent talked about how Gears like really started off strong with story, I'm okay to cast my vote for Gears. Cool. Yeah. Gears is the right answer for all Xbox, by the way, everybody. Oh my god. Oh my god. I didn't fall for that trick question about Banjo. Ha! Sh- uh, yeah, Corey's just being a fanboy. I like Gears. I can't help it. I like Gears. I like Gears also. I mean, seriously, like, like I played more Gears of War games than I played Halo games. Yeah, me too. See, I mean, I put more time into Gears than I have Halo. Uh, way more. But I mean, eventually those guys will stop running like they have like a, a brick of frozen molasses up their ass. But Did you yeah. play five? No, I've not played five. I play not. five. I have- I haven't. Uh, if... I haven't. I haven't in the Game Pass downloads. They feel like people instead of. You know, roly poly ball <laughs> men. Because man, like I remember playing, like I, I remember playing Gears of War one and be like, you know what? It's it's got to be hardware. You know, it's making them so slow. You know, and then I played Gears of War two like a couple years after when it released, and I was like, man, why are they still slow? <laughs> yeah. Well, you play you. I mean, this is gonna sound a little sexist, but it's not. I promise. You play as Kate, and she's smaller and more agile, and it feels like you're playing as a human instead uh-huh. of a uh, big burly roid man so <laughs> uh big burly roid man. <laughs> mary helen get us out of here what, what are your three games help us help Look, I, I mean i'm not sure how much help i can give in this moment but i'll try <laughs> nintendo's gonna be pokemon hands down oh boy. um i've played every games in yellow it's a franchise it's you know, I my first console I ever bought with my own money. So this was the very was a Game Boy Advance, and that was one of the first games I played on it. Nice. So you know, we go way back, and it's the main reason I bought a 3DS back in the day. It's the main reason I bought my Switch. Um, I've gone on to play a lot of other things on it, but I was like, I need to keep playing Pokemon. Guess I'm forking up for money for this. 
Um, but it just, I love the franchise. I love, you know, my brother at one point had caught them all. Um, I think before Lola came in, he'd had all the ones before that. Nice. So, so. you're going to buy, you're going to buy the Pikachu car if, uh, if, uh, if Minnie decides to release it. Oh, I just, I, I mean, that was a nice look for a Mini Cooper. That's a nice looking car. First of all, you know. Like, uh, like I, I, I love, I, I, not to, not to like put us on a tangent, but I just love like how, like, how, like, how, like modern that electrical vehicle looks. Well, I think that's a great pick because Pokemon clearly has stood the test of time. I mean, it's celebrated its 25th anniversary and I know I'm speaking now about the card games versus the video games, but like, dude, kids are like going nuts over the cards just as feverishly if not more than when i was a kid so i assume the same with games my son and i have pre-ordered scarlet and violet he's getting scarlet and i'm getting violet so i'm I'm eyeballing a dual pack because this is the first time they've truly actually made me want to play both instead of picking one over the other and stephanie's acting like she's not the cool parent shit i wish you were my mom shit (laughs) well my my mom was always bitching at me like turn that ding ding mess off Now, my mom was the same way. Trust me, my mom was the same way, too. <laughs> Nikolai's just lucky I'm a nerd. Because appa- nowadays, nerds, for the most part, are cool. Back are then, cool. nerds yeah. cool. Please. All right, so Pokemon, Nintendo, good choice. Sony, it's going to be Horizon. Mm-hmm. The runner-up was Spider-Man, but I'm going to go with Horizon. Ooh, nice, because I yeah. actually thought about Spider-Man as well. Like, I, like, I, I, like I, I have the PC version of Spider-Man Remastered. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, that's actually the first game I ever completely 100%ed. I was Spider-Man nice. PS4. Awesome. Um, loved that game. But Horizon, I think I just love a little bit more. It's a beautiful franchise. The story is just so engaging. And like I said, it, looking at all the different cultures of these people that have gone to this play, it's, it's fascinating. And... The attention to detail, even back in a PS4 game, now on a PS5 game, is astounding. Like the graphics, and like I almost cried when Forbidden West started, like that opening sequence. Aww. Like I was like, it's so pretty. And I could be wrong, but I, I thought that, w- without being spoiled of it, because I'm going to play it eventually, that the end does kind of open up the opportunity for further iterations. Like so, we know that Horizon will likely to continue on. I've heard a third game is set up at the end. Um, beyond that, I don't know details, but I have had multiple people who've played all the way through say the same thing. Okay. Mm. Well, so that's good. So it's like there's a full vest- investment of continuing this. So, yeah, which I'm excited about because yeah. I'm just very curious where Forbidden West is trying to go. Like right. 40 uh, hours, and I feel like I'm barely hit scratching the surface. The surface. So, nice. So I knew I wasn't getting a PlayStation anytime soon. So I actually listened to a Horizon Forbidden West spoiler cast. I'm not going to spoil anything here. Don't worry. No spoilers. No spoilers. But I'm I do good. know what happens at the end. And even if I told you, I don't know if you would believe me. That's all I'm going to say. Oh. Yeah, I've been very good about avoiding spoilers. I actually managed to avoid spoilers for Zero Dawn, even though I only played it this year. And. So it's, yeah, no, I, I don't want any for Forbidden West. That's part of the reason I'm playing it now. Because um, I had a friend be like, go play God of War while I play Forbidden West. I can watch her reactions because she's the one introduced me to Zero Dawn. And I was like, I want to play Forbidden West because I already had it. 
And I was like, I need it. So I popped it in. And eventually I'll get back to God of War and then maybe play Ragnarok when I'm done with that. Um, okay, so it's Horizon Pokemon. I had to Google Xbox franchises because I've never owned an Xbox, uh, to be honest. Um, and then I saw one of the top ones and I was like, for my best friends, I'm going to have to pick this franchise, Yakuza. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. That's like nice. their, one of their favorite franchises and they, they've been trying to talk me into playing it for forever. So in honor of them, I'm going to say that. Nice. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Okay. What about you? I think we know some of your answers, Corey, but I'm uh, curious. I mean, my, my Nintendo answer is Zelda. Uh, I mean, Wind Waker, Twilight Princess, Breath of the Wild. These are like top 10 games of all time for me. Like they're just, they're never going to leave the top 10. I don't care what comes out. Uh, you know, and obviously like Link's Awakening was my very first Zelda game on Game Boy and, you know, Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask mean a lot to me growing up. So like that, that whole franchise is just, you know, it's, it's staying I did. I did think about Fire Emblem for a hot second, but then I was like, "Nah, nah, it's it's Zelda." Uh, for Xbox, it's Gears. Uh, I just have a lot of fond memories of that franchise with uh, people grow like uh, when the Xbox 360 came out. That was the first game that I was like, "Wow, this is like." You know, when you have those moments where you, that like when you see when a new console comes out and you first see a game that's like mind blowing and it doesn't look like it could run on the last the last generation of consoles. Right. Like Oblivion was like, OK, that looks like a nicer version of Morrowind. Right. And then you had like Splinter Cell, which was on both consoles. And, you know, you just have those cross gen consoles that are uh, games that are like, oh, OK, this is just like a prettier version of that one. But like. Gears was the first game that I it made me want an Xbox 360 even though I like really didn't have any affection for Xbox prior to that like I liked Halo but like everybody bought an Xbox for Halo you know it wasn't like it wasn't like PlayStation where like oh you have some Final Fantasy fans over here oh you have some God of War fans or SOCOM fans right it it Xbox and Halo were synonymous right i mean there's a few games right like like knights of the old republic was one fable ended up coming out later which was really good uh you know stuff like that but halo was it until gears and so uh playing that i every single game until five actually i pulled an all-nighter with my friend my one friend which i'm going to his wedding on saturday uh all-nighters for every single one until five uh playing the campaign and it's just one of those games that means a lot to me so uh is it the best third person shooter today probably not but at the time you know especially that original trilogy gears 3 is still like one of the best cover-based shooters ever i think uh and then five is you know it it's weird because when you when you get to your sixth game, you're like, how you know how much can you really improve on this? You know, when you already have have like a great game, you know, it's the Forza problem too. Where how do you improve this game when it's already so good? Uh, 
but Gears is is that franchise for Xbox for me. I, I will play every Gears game that comes out. The only one I haven't finished is Gears Tactics, which is, I mean, it's not like a quote-unquote real Gears game, but uh, I was playing it at one point, and then I got distracted by something, I think. I don't know. Probably Destiny. It happens. Uh, and then PlayStation. There's two franchises that mean a lot to me on PlayStation uh, that I truly love. It's really hard to pick. I, I don't know how well, what to are pick the two? Between. We'll help you whittle it down. Uh, yeah. The only thing would be, I would say, Uncharted Over Horizon. Uh, because I've fair. only played the first one. And Uncharted has such a great Indiana Jones style to it. And Indiana Jones is like one of my favorite movies of all time. Last Crusade is top three movie for me all time. Uh, oh, it, I mean, that makes sense. Eventually, I want to play um, Uncharted. I just haven't gotten to it yet. I was so Nintendo only for so long. I'm now catching up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Uncharted 1 is like, here's the thing. Uncharted 1 is like, okay. 2 is when the franchise really starts like, this is a franchise that's going to stick around. 3 was really good. 4, four was great. It's a little long, but Lost Legacy is actually, I think, my favorite Uncharted game. Uh, which is funny because it doesn't even have Drake in it at all. But uh, two, two is amazing. the The, the train scene in two uh, is just amazing. It's it's one of the best. For me, it's just like it just, just stands out so much. So uh, if you haven't played it, I don't want to spoil any more of it. But yeah, I, I, it's on my list. I, I have the remake yeah. actually in the other room. I've just been distracted for almost six months now for Horizon. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. No, that's fair. Uh, but Uncharted is a good palate cleanser to Horizon, I would say. They're short. They're fun. The banter is great. The characters are awesome. Uh, so yeah, I. But like you go to you look at you just look at Horizon and like Aloy is so cool and. Fighting robot dinosaurs is cool. So, <laughs> so, you know, that's that's why I had it. If I played Forbidden West, maybe I'd have a different answer. But mm. Uncharted is, I think, the clear winner there. All right. Well, we have another question. Uh, this comes from Christian S. on Twitter. He says, do you prefer to play games on a portable device, PC, or TV, and why? Oh, TV. Hands down, T- for me, TV. I, I think for me, TV. Yeah, I like, I like the Switch, and it re- it's really convenient with, you know, uh, two kids, and, you know, my wife likes to watch TV, and it's convenient, but I, I would, I would, I would never undock my switch if I didn't have to, you know, I would much rather play on the TV. I used to be TV all the way, but I think I've been playing handheld from the switch so long. I've officially been fully spoiled at it. Now, granted I'm redoing my office because I mounted my TV so high and I hate getting neck pain for a week straight just because I'm, you know, straining my neck. So we'll see, but I've noticed like I will, play my Nintendo Switch over my PlayStation 5 sometimes just for the sheer convenience of me just 
sitting all curled up. Um, and the OLED screen helps. Yeah. I'm personally disappointed in myself because it, there's nothing like having a nice big TV be able to get fully immersed in it. But I unfortunately have trained my brain to be like on a like a portable thing. And now that I have the Steam Deck, I'm kind of like, well, so handheld yeah. for me, unfortunately. Wasn't always um, like that. I'm a port. I I love port. I love portable gaming. Um, I do, but there's just something about being able to like whether it's like whereas like you know like like playing a game on the on my big ass television or on the ultra wide monitor is something about the fact that you know like I don't know. It, it's kind of crazy because like when I'm playing on my computer, like you know like I'm sitting really close to my monitor. You know, it's not because like I just want to be all up on it, but if it helps in the immersion sometimes and mm -hmm. and same thing i i guess the opposite thing but the same thing kind of applies when I'm playing on like a television and stuff like that because now i'm just like sitting far away from it on the couch but you know like that full image is still like you know like right there and stuff instead mm -hmm. of that so yeah i'm also i'm also in the thing where like i like i like a display you know but i love my handhelds because i mean like shit like i can't seem to let them go like you know from the game boy the game boy advance the psp the vita uh the the, the switch uh the steam deck sooner or later you know yeah i, I love handheld gaming i love yeah. handheld gaming i love handheld gaming though because or, or even mobile and tablet I, I love handheld gaming just for a simple fact is well, it's getting easier now to, to to be able to not stop playing your game now because you know we've got the Steam Deck now, you know, and the Switch and stuff like that, yeah. you know. So That's... I, I piss I piss people off. So you know, like anytime anytime my boyfriend and I we go out of town, the first thing I tell him is like, "Hey, are you bringing your Switch? Because I'm bringing mine." Yeah, <laughs> that's that's the thing too. Is like up until the Switch came out, right? Like there was a very distinct there's a very distinct difference between handheld gaming and console gaming, mm. right? Yes. And right. I know the Vita tried to do, you know, console gaming first on a handheld and it just, it just didn't work. Right. Because of the, the lack of the amount of buttons and the touch screen on the back. And it just, if we want to look at it for what it is, I think, I think PlayStation tried their best to mature handheld gaming mm -hmm. before before gamers were ready for that yeah. in, in our in our brains we wanted mature handheld gaming but we didn't know how to process it at the time to be know? fair what killed the vita was their eight thousand dollar memory cards that's true that is true that is I, definitely if they true. like if, if they would have got if dude if they would have gone with just an sd card like that system would have been so popular Oh, you mean like how I have an SD card now that powers my my Vita? Yeah, <laughs> it's hacked now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, the dude, the Vita, the Vita was so cool. I play, I played so yeah, much yeah, Destiny yeah. on the Vita. It's not even funny. As a matter of fact, I gotta get a bit. I, I I gotta get a bigger SD card for 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 the Vita because I have I've basically filled the damn thing up, yeah. <laughs> and there's still more shit I want to put on it. I just. Oh. Uh... There's a Dreamcast emulator. There's a, there, there's a better Dreamcast emulator for it now. And I was like, you did not need to tell me this. Oh, man. We're, Ed and I are talking about Dreamcast on Expansion Pass tomorrow. <laughs> uh, I would love to join you. I would love to join you guys, but I am way too busy. No, it's, it's fine. Uh, we're recording late, too. We're recording after Tower Casuals tomorrow. So, uh, But, yeah, I don't know. I... Like I really liked the Vita when it came out, but like that memory card situation was just a just a nightmare. Yeah. yeah. So and then my Vita died, 
And then I was, I'm just not going to get another one. I don't. Man, I am, I am so afraid that something's going to happen to my Vita, especially given that I've, I've got, I've, I've, it's, it's kind of like, it's kind of like I renewed my wedding vows with it oh, because no. you know, like, I, it was my favorite, it was my favorite handheld for sure when it was, when it was current and popular. You know, well, I don't know if it was ever popular, but when it was current, it was my favorite handheld. And you know, when I finally sat down, I was like, you know what? Like, I keep seeing everybody talking about jailbreaking their Vita. I'm going to do this too because I used to jailbreak the fuck out of my, 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 uh, my PSP. So I was yeah. like, "Why not?" And now it's like, and now it's like, "Oh, you're my new favorite again." <laughs> well, Toys One Japan has Vitas for a hundred dollars. It's actually pretty cheap. The black the, ones. I'm, I'm assuming they're used. Yeah, I mean, I would assume okay. they were. I mean, I would spend a hundred dollars for for a Vita. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Honestly, I would I would spend up to MS wow. or the original MSRP for it. Which so was I would what? spend two fifty. Two fifty. Two fifty. Yeah. Man, these are these are cheap. The white one on eBay is one hundred fifty bucks. Oh man, don't! I gotta close this window. I'm gonna start. <laughs> yeah, you're going on a rabbit trail. You might not want to go down. I know. Yeah. But then, real. but no, look, I'll look at this, and the Vita is cheap. But then you go to look for them damn memory cards, and they're like. Three hundred dollars for the hundred and twenty-eight gigabyte one. I'm like, mm. just buy your, just buy yourself a two hundred fifty-six, uh, a two hundred fifty-six mega, uh, uh, gigabyte, uh, SD card, and, and and mail and mail both of them to me. I'll hook you up. Yeah. Don't enable him, Laura. Yeah, don't enable <laughs> me. Uh, <laughs> this guy, this guy basically like palpatine me into like freaking like downloading Destiny. I downloaded Destiny. You did? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I downloaded it. I don't know when I'm gonna play it, but I downloaded it. <laughs> We'll play this weekend, Leron. I will. I will allocate some time. Like um, you have I'm to do the new to... light quest by yourself, though. I'm not doing that with you. What the fuck? I will do it with you. But I don't just even to do that. I, I don't even faster. do that to my monster hunter friends anymore. Like, oh, you're doing a one star quest? Okay, fine. Just no. I'll, <laughs> I'll do it with you. I'll do it with you with my hunter because I need to run through with my hunter. Uh. <laughs> anyways, did everybody answer the question? <laughs> I think we did. Yes. Yeah, I think we did. I did. Okay. Um, <laughs> we have we have one more question. It'll be a it'll be a quick one. Uh, this one comes from where's this person's name? Funko enthusiast. Funko enthusiast. Yeah. I wonder what that person's into. <laughs> uh, it's spelled F U N C. It's a tricky one. Though. Oh. Maybe um, I don't know. Uh, what, uh, what is a really popular game everyone seems to love, but you don't like? Oh, oh gosh. I have a list of those games. Yeah. I'll, I'll well, name, I'll name mine real quick. It's Bioshock. Uh, Bioshock celebrated 15 years the other day or yeah. a week. Yeah. Like we, yeah, like we had another, uh, shit. Like, did you, yeah. Like, uh, like they just gave away the Bioshock collection for free on, um, on, on Epic. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um, I mean, I'm gonna. This is low hanging fruit, but like all this young video, young kid video game shit, like Fortnite, not into it. Minecraft, <laughs> I don't care. Um, Stephanie is Stephanie is, uh, is is basically like giving the whole get off of my lawn. Like I am. Right Gosh, <laughs> Grandma. Yes, I will park my rocking chair right here and be like. Hey. <sighs> Jen, you're stupid Fortnite. Get off my lawn. You're not a real gamer. 
Um, sorry if anyone does like Fortnite, it's okay. It's just not my thing. Um, also, like any of like big sports games like Madden, like I there's like such a huge following for stuff like that, and I just can't get into it. Especially oh. they come out with shit like that every single year. I'm like, ah. I played the new Madden because with sure, Game Pass, and when I when when you have Game Pass Ultimate, you get a 10 hour free trial. Guess what? I played two games. I was like, that was just as bad as I thought it was going to be, and I uninstalled it. <laughs> because Madden is bad. It's been bad since the Xbox 360. But apparently it's popular, so I just I, I don't get into it. So yeah, It's only popular because there's no other football game out there because EA has the exclusive rights to the NFL. Ooh. So, rip Madden. Uh... <laughs> I'll play you when you come to Game Pass uh, the week before the Super Bowl. And be like, oh yeah, I forgot how much I did not like this last time and delete it again. Right. Uh, Who else? You guys know my answer. Advanced I don't Wars. know your answer, so now I'm curious. It's Mario Kart. Uh, oh. Uh, Laurent gets some rage from Mario Kart sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, like I, I mean, I mean, at least, at least now I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually civil to Mario Party. It's because this, it's because the latest Mario Party is the only one I've ever had fun with because I actually win now. <laughs> so there you go. Oh, Mario Party. I feel that. The new one is pretty good, and then it's, every, it's so everybody fun. got the new one, and then everybody traded it in. Now I have nobody to play it with. Well, I got the new one, and then no one like ever got around to playing, and that's the only reason why I traded it in. <laughs> Oh, rip. Um, Guess it's left to me. All right. It is. I'm going to I'm gonna also say sports games, like Madden, MLB, the game, even uh, basketball. Part of it is because when I do watch sports, I prefer college over pro anyway. Same. Same. <laughs> so, like, to me, it's not interesting to play the pro stuff. It's like, I don't... Okay. I don't understand fanaticism about pro sports, you know, like, and and I think, and I think the reason why I like college sports is because like everybody's a fucking underdog because guess what? They're not really getting paid for this. Like the only thing they're really getting paid for is their college tuition, which by the way, you know, like shit, you need to be a fucking athlete in this day and age because like fucking student loans are fucking ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah. So I mean, mean, with the NIL, they're now starting to get paid. Um, but oh, they are. Yeah, at least basketball. I don't know about football. See, football is the one. Football is definitely the one they they need to pay people for because football has the most. Football has the most risk. Right. Like shit. I, like like shit. They're starting. They're starting to realize studies where like where like kids where like people who've been playing football since like little league, they are the first ones to come down with CTE. <laughs> yeah. But yes, sports game, and then like half the chat's gonna hate me for the second answer. Okay. I'm not a huge fan of shooter games. <gasps> I'm right there with you. Like, that was a good guess. Like, I first person shooters is kind of like the bottom of the well. I'm a, of I'm a third. Per, I'm a third person shooter. Uh, first person, first person shooters break my brain. Like, main reason I play Borderlands is I play with some friends, and I'm there to play playing with them. Not just you know, I enjoy well, the games. Don't get me wrong. In well, the storyline, I've been like, cool. what? But like the main, re- they know the main reason I play is to play with them. Yeah, Borderlands is very enjoyable. That's one of the few. That's one of the few first person shooters that you know, like I, like I, like I have the problems playing. <laughs> it, it's it's that one's fun to me, but like 
I like Kayla, I never was able to get into gears, I was never able to get into like so when I drastically got up on the Xbox, that's why, because I'm just not my type. Yeah. All right. Well, that's going to do it, I think. We did it. Yay. We yeah. did it. Yeah, a whole show. A yes. whole a whole show. Not just half a one, a whole one. A whole one. Anyways, I want to thank everybody for watching and or listening to this episode of the Boss Rush Podcast. Remember, if you listen on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, leave us a nice review. Support us on Patreon if you would like. Mary Helen, thank you for joining us tonight. Thank you for having me. This was a lot of fun. It was a pleasure having you. Sorry Uh, to make you wait. Seriously. It's Stephanie's fault. You can yell at her online. Yeah, you can. Um, But we'd love to have you back again. Yes. Yes, please. Uh, Where can people follow you if you want them to follow Uh, you? I mean, they can follow me um, on Twitter at girlinpink44. And I also am on Instagram at mhnorse4. Cool. Because someone keeps taking without the four, and it really is annoying me. Like, Twitter, it's, it's gone. I'm like, really? Who is this doing this to me? It's always hard. Uh, Stephanie, where can we find you? People can find me on the internets on Twitter and Instagram at Klimov underscore author. Uh, my articles on bossrush.net. I recently published how to install your game, pa- well, P- Xbox Cloud Gaming with your Xbox Game Pass on the Steam Deck and my review of the Steam Deck. Um, I also appear on Standard Definition, um, Disney episodes, and After Dark. Nice. Laurent? All right. Uh, as always, you can find me on social media. Uh, YouTube, Twitch, and PlayStation Network, as well as Steam, by looking up Exodus803. Also, Tuesday nights over on my YouTube channel, the Crossroads Video Game Podcast, partnered with uh, the Boss Rush Network, uh, where me, uh, Stoyovich, and Andre Wilson talk about all things PlayStation, PC, and Xbox, as well as a few other things. You know, we get a little off the cuff sometimes, you know? No, you three... it's all, it's all, it's all, it's all good fun though. Never. Um, and yeah, and and uh, there's that. Uh, just a quick plug, uh, real fast. I have me and a friend. We have started brand new YouTube, uh, a brand new gaming YouTube channel. Look us up, Silicon Syndicate. Silicon, like you know, the thing that Sands made out of, and Syndicate, like like a bad, like a bad crime organization. You know, like look us up. Like you're, we got, we got, we got a, quite a lot of gameplay videos and stuff going on. Uh, you know, right now, like everything from like the Dark Pictures Anthology, Man and Madon. Little, uh, what little hope all those games um, as well as detroit become human uh stray uh, uh as dust falls like yeah there's 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 something out there for everybody just just go check this out like you you, you you're gonna like what you see out there if you're, if you're in the gaming you're gonna like what you see uh, you can find me at I am Corey and HD on Twitter and Instagram. You can also find me on Nintendo Power Block, uh, Expansion Pass, uh, Standard Definition, and a plethora of other things out there on the internet. I want to thank everybody for watching and or listening. Until next time, we love you. Goodbye. Bye. Take care. Bye, guys.